Hello everyone, my name is Alejandro Ortiz. You are listening to a Random Gamers Corner. I am joined by my co-host Nathan. Hi. Yeah, and we are here to talk about well, I'm gonna be doing a little quick review of Captain Velvet Meteor plus Jump Dimensions or Jump Plus Dimensions. And Nathan will give as much intake as you, I mean, give input as much as he can. Since he hasn't played the game, but I think there's something to, for us to resonate on. And afterwards, we can just talk about the uh, what we've been playing lately, and then afterwards, some gaming news, which is the crazy layoff that was happening. Uh, that was just that was just crazy to uh, read. Was, uh, we'll get into that soon, though. But first, I just want to ask Nathan, how you been, man? Like, let the folks know, like, how you've been doing, like, what escapades you've been on to. I've been okay. Uh, school started again recently, like the new semester, you know. So, doing that, that's fun. I'm taking Spanish because I need to take electives, and uh, you know, I uh oh, I figured uh, what do you call it? I figured it would be. I don't want to say easy because I don't know tons of Spanish or anything, but I I am relatively familiar with it, so I feel like it's uh, it'll be okay. And um, been doing YouTube stuff. A lot of fun. My last video. You guys should check it out. Um, if you're subscribed, I put I put my public subscribers in the in the Hunger Games, and it it was uh it was a lot of fun. I'm getting a lot of people that are very happy. They had fun with it. So yeah, just you know, typical Nathan stuff. I would say. Uh, I I freaking love watching that video, and I was so sad that I wasn't one of the contestants. So I was just like, why did I keep flying off the fucking map? But. <laughs> It's so funny because, like, everyone's uh, personality in that, like, like, well, I don't want to say personality. Okay, because to my audience, basically, I have more public subscribers than what I could put in the Hunger Games simulator. So I played this Marvel game called Marvel World where you throw, like, you make a course and then the marbles go and race it. And it was funny, Alex, because, like, I did a couple tests. I had to make sure that it was just possible, like, at all, right? Um, right. Because remember, you saw like in the la- like uh, two of them, only three people finished. I was like, "Damn, um, <laughs> that was like low." But like, I just made sure like people could finish. And I was like, "Okay, it's fine. You know, it'll do." Then, um, and yeah, it was funny because people did have actual personalities. It seemed like uh, I tested it a couple times, and certain people's marbles had trouble making it uh, on certain obstacles. It was just funny, you know. But uh. Yeah, I felt bad. I really was hoping that uh I don't know. I don't want to sound like uh like I play favorites or anything. Although I was hoping that like some people that I know in real life would make it uh further cuz yeah, I felt bad like especially cuz I knew like there's 66 people, the odds aren't great. Um That's true. You know, so I I I felt bad um cuz you know I have my girlfriend in there too, babe, so I'm like, damn. I'm like you didn't even qualify either. I felt bad about that. But it, it is what it is. I felt really bad for Mason, though, because he was, like, right there, and then his character, the marble, got glitched into the wall. Oh, I right. Like, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that I was, was like, oh, no, he got screwed out of a victory. And he was just <laughs> standing right there. Made me sad. But, yeah, oh, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely watch this. Watch, definitely go to the channel and, like, subscribe and watch this videos. The you're funny as hell as a personal viewer, but hey, personal enjoy enjoying viewer. Yeah, there we go. But yeah, that, that was a funny time. I've been doing well myself. I've been um, 
I'm just hanging in there with life's responsibilities and such, and yeah, just apply for a marriage license down with my girl, so that's gonna be really cool. That's fun. Yeah, gonna it's gonna be an emotionally great time. Oh, other I sure that, hope so. Um, other than that, I think I'm. The latest game I've been in was Cyberpunk 2077, and it was a game. <laughs> it was a game. Oh, it had it a beginning, right a game. middle, and an end. <laughs> <laughs> there was definitely gameplay in there. <laughs> um, it, it was an alright game. It was def uh, To me personally, it was definitely not the best game I ever played, and definitely not one of the best I ever played. And I mean, there there was certainly like a, a lot of good mo oh, things with things with it, but it didn't leave me feeling impacted in any way. Nor do I have any drive to go back to it anytime soon. Like there are other games where I was like, damn, the, like if I had like a lot more free time in my life, I would definitely play these games, uh, replay these games a lot. But Cyberpunk wasn't one of them, and it's saying a lot because. I mean, I played plenty of freaking. Oh my god, I've been on a freaking JRPG bench before I got to Cyberpunk. So now, like, after playing it, I was just thinking, huh, I, I feel like I want to play a JRPG still more than go back to just, like, you know, a good old polish uh, RPG game. But, um. Right. I, mean, I, I don't know. But I'll get to reviewing that a different day. My experience overall. Um, other than that. Iron Emblem Engage is out, folks. If you haven't gotten the game, what the hell are you waiting for? Go get it. It's it's fun. I I fucking love it. Like Nathan, if um if you ever feel like you want to go back, uh, get back into Iron Emblem, Engage would be pretty damn fun. Like it's a lot more like like uh, what did Eric from Unlockables podcast called it? Uh, a little bit more streamlined. Mm -hmm. And the com the combat is really good. It obviously it's Iron Emblem, but. You still have uh, the strategy is pretty damn good. It's fun so far, at least from what I'm playing. Um, it's still play, uh, still new player and old classic friend, classic player friendly, classic friend. Um, it's just fun. It's just great overall. Like even with the story having some cringy moments, that's fucking Fire Emblem in a nutshell. And JRPG, JRPGs overall got some very cringy moments. So what what big deal is that? You know, for this kind of game. Yeah. And oh, what else can I say? It oh, what's well, also makes it very approachable. Weapons don't degrade, so that's a very big yes. That's always right awesome because I hate having to maintain weapons and shit. I hate games where I like some things like maintaining some things, and I don't mind it in like some games the way some games implement it. Like, let me put it this way: I think Fallout was okay, uh, because. I guess, like, you find enough things lying around that's not really a big deal, even when they do go down. And it's like a gradual process, you know, that they kind of, like, get weaker, and you kind of don't even notice until suddenly it's just broken. Uh, but, like, imagine Mass Effect, like, the guns breaking. Like, I, I don't know, I would I would hate that so much. Yeah, I think it would hurt the experience overall. Like, I feel that should be an optional thing in games at this point. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe that's a hot take. I don't freaking know. I think it's not. I think that should be something like an optional thing for a game. Because at this point, I know there's there's always going to be that divide where people who love weapon maintenance and the people who just 
Fucking eight weapon maintenance and I mean I guess I got used to it in Fallout 3 because it wasn't it's abusive because you you're gonna have plenty of weapons to have overall and even so there there will be skills that will help you stop the degradation happen so much and even to the point where you get be your own mechanic and such yeah. so it Fallout 3 I think in Fallout 3 they like made it great at least in, in my opinion and like in other games it could get like very painful if you just want to enjoy the game and not want to like micromanage everything. That that's a very painful process, especially when you like wanna continue on with the story. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. I, that I mean, that's another great thing about Engage. Just like no weapon degra degradation. Uh, other than that, yeah, um, I've been having fun as a Final fan. I got the whole special. Uh, I got the Divine Edition. So in other words, the special edition and fuck, it's beautiful. It's Got some cool ass cards. Got a pretty nice uh, art book, and they got like a big poster too, along with having um, a steel book too, which is pretty cool. So, I'm 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 in love with it. I'm lo I'm in love with this uh, special edition I got. I love it. It has a what book? You said. What? You said it has a a what book that comes with it? Art book. Oh, okay, okay. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I love it. It looks beautiful. And I'm just like, wait, maybe I shouldn't read all of it because maybe there's going to be some potential spoilers. So do not want to do that to myself until, like, after I've uh, been in the game. Right, right. Yeah. And even so, like, it's great that you can also train in between some missions and such. So, like, how can you not, like, feel that you cannot... How can you feel that you can't approach this game? Unless you're bored with uh, turn-based games. But even then, even then... I, Still a great game overall, but we're not here to talk about Fire Emblem Gage. <laughs> um, yeah, other than that, um, yeah, I think that's all like for the catching up, catching up on things kind of bit. Now we right. can talk about fucking uh, Captain Velvet Meteor Jump Edition's review. That's okay. right. Let's get this started. Well, a little quick uh, wiki uh, review. I mean, wiki reading. That I usually do now with these uh, with these kind of games, I mean, with these game reviews about this game, Captain Velvet Meteor: The Jump Plus Edition um, Dimension is a tactical action game where we meet Damien, a young boy who's just who just moved to Japan. Only Damien plunges into his imagination as the superhero Captain Velvet Meteor and discovers a world of heroes and villains from his favorite manga. Call upon a roster of Jump Plus characters to help him on his quest to escape the mysterious world and defeat an unknown menace. Key features. Really explore Damien's new alien environment. And quotation, quotation marks for new alien. And environment. And conquer, uh, conquer his fears of new things through tactical battles. Partner with popular characters from the Jump Plus series. Thai Family. Hell's Paradise. Summer tree ren uh, summertime Rendering. And more. And last but not least, a moving story about adapting to life and finding yourself. As developed by Momo Pi, I believe it's Pi because it's like P-I. Momo Pi Game Studio. Genre is tactical adventure. It's single player, so and it is uh it is uh, distributed by Shu Shuisha Games. I'm sorry I butchered that. Shuisha. Shuisha, yeah. And not much else to like put in the description of all and i didn't really see much else about like 
there's no TV trips and idioms page for it, so I'm definitely out of my uh, definitely out of my element for trying to describe this game. But let, let's, I think I can do it. It's so. Let's start off with the setting. The setting is the boy Damien, of course. He moved moved to a new place. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. I mean, I'm a liar. He's trying to adapt to his new house. He's trying to adapt to his new environment because that's a big fucking move to Japan where previously he just wasn't there, of course. And I'm trying to deal with like all these new things that's going on with him. Whenever he's dealing with a situation that he doesn't like or doesn't know how to... I guess just having, uh, just struggling with for the moment. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden he uh, suddenly goes into, oh, time to go into adventure mode. And that's when he, uh, you get transported into his imagination world of, oh, I guess being Captain Velvet Meteor. And where you're basically just, you play as a, play as a character that goes up and shoots like these little um, ash-looking creatures, alien creatures. And at while uh, at certain points they start getting bigger and take different forms. But luckily it wasn't seem like things are getting a bit too much for the, even like in the second level already, you, ha you partner up with your first uh, uh, anime character or manga character. I'm gonna just say manga just to make it easier for myself instead of like jump character. But a uh, team up with your first manga character and it is um, uh, Kafka, I believe, from Kaiju number eight. Oh, gee, that's not good for me to like not remember his name well. And that's my favorite uh, manga so far. But uh, Kaiju number eight, and that's when you start learning about the mechanics of okay, you could like. Uh, Make your little pathways to uh, place yourself where you want to uh, direct, um, direct your uh, fire uh, weapon or whatever, and then like once you like set up your path or such, you can press A and then watch the thing go enact itself, take down multiple enemies, or try to make some kind of special skill happen when you have enough um, orbit points, but. At least this, right now I'm just talking about, I'll get more into that soon. This is not the set, the combat part, but overall with the, uh, the setting, it's just that simple, honestly. You have this uh, bingo card that you could collect stickers for by just searching through pieces of objects of Damien's house. And if you want to collect more stickers, then yeah, you got to deal with all the different uh, levels that is just kind of like uh, spread across his whole house. And a bit outside this house too. And actually, um, the whole s the story takes place all in one day, so that means the game could be very short for you if you like binge it like crazy. And which makes it very easy for me to like you know recommend this game because well, it's pretty fast to get through if you are very dedicated to finishing it. So it won't take too much. It won't take too much uh, time out of your life. It's a fun. It's a fun strategy game that. You could get through if you kind of like, you know, just rinse and repeat, don't get frustrated and such. Um, now for the combat. So you got Damien who could be, who just uses his ray gun to shoot at the aliens. Uh, but then like jump characters could like either sometimes uh, attack, uh, have their attacks be either in a, a little area in front of them, like horizontally or vertically in a way, weird way, like in front of them. And... Oh, what is it? If the, once you like defeat some enemies, there are these gold. Um, you can replenish your health as well. The great thing is, um, don't let 
so many enemies discourage you because you can actually find you can eventually find a way to beat them and even if you get defeated you can still always like try to re-attempt it trying to find some a little crack in their defense that you haven't seen before and you can go like the at least the, the tiny enemies by like uh having a path go through them at least that's what makes it easy but once you get to like the medium size and the larger enemies that's when like things could get interesting where you, now you got to attack them in a certain way there's just like either uh, naming like normal typical ray gun or again other characters of uh, different ways of attacks and it could be interesting where there's when you get um when there's like golden orbs dropped by the enemies that you kill go to their paths and that's how you build up um this meter where you can like make a team uh team special to uh, like a team finisher to kill off uh at least a wide grid of enemies uh to trick your enemies to getting closer to you before uh, causing an explosion all around you to kill them off or even to go invisible as uh together so, so that way you can like breeze uh breeze by some other uh but these my enemies so that way maybe you want to get to the exit faster it's different uh different ways of tactics that's like really fun and simple it's nothing too mm -hmm. difficult and i Again, just I think you can have a really fun time with it, and even when you're being the game, you, you're always uh, you, you're presented to like if you want to 100% the game, you're given the opportunity to revisit some of the maps where you either didn't do uh, an optional, an optional objective, or go back to fighting an uh, an enemy enemy boss but at a higher difficulty, which isn't doesn't sound that bad at all myself, me at least, because I already defeated one already and. It's a great time. I it was a fun time. Just getting to play this game while also just getting to meet, uh, learn about these new manga characters. Uh, at least relatively new for me because I never learned about these manga characters. And speaking of characters, let's segue into character talk. Damien, is a boy that is uh, dealing with having to move, like moving pain, and I'm not sure how others would uh, feel or resonate with his story. Um, trying to find some way to cope with moving into a new area that it's kind of like you know against your will. Like as a kid, you, there's nothing you can do about it. And as an adult, there are uh, there are ways that you have to be forced to like move uh, move with your family or have to uh, be forced out of your home for different reasons. And for Damien, um, his family was mo uh, moved to Japan because of his father uh, finding a new job there. So it's not. Uh, I try not to make spoilers because this is a game that yes, it's an indie game. At least I think it's an indie. yeah. I saw an indie showcase. What am I talking about? Um, I feel it's a game that shouldn't be spoiled because it's very new, and I think it's something that anyone could uh, play for themselves in a very short amount of time. So I say like an, uh, if you feel more curious about the, how the story goes, enjoy and, and enjoy it, then go for it. But it's I can find it. Maybe uh, different circumstances, I can understand why Damien is feeling the way he does. But I, I think it's interesting how sometimes like Damien will like either try to um, try to find some way to find uh, find fun in this area, while also trying to uh, reassure a pet, or trying to understand that he's trying to understand everyone else's feelings uh, during this moving. And he's not the only one that's being affected by the moving, and how it's not like oh, like everyone didn't 
it's not like he um it's like malicious intent to like be uh to have the move like that. So I mean I haven't luckily tried all the times I moved throughout my life, I never had to deal with that kind of feeling of like you know, like, oh my god, I blame my parents for this and that, like stuff like that. Thankfully god thank god no, no, like the way I was a time the only time like my family and I were like forced to move oh wait, no, not the second time my family and I were forced to move was because of our our landlord was just giving us very short notice, like, hey, you know, you want to buy, you want to own the house, you can buy it right now, or else we're, you guys got only got like two months to uh, move out because we didn't have time to prepare because we didn't know it was already going to be happening soon. Else we were probably going to be out there being like, oh, I mean, if you lived there for probably a long time, then why didn't, you, why haven't you prepared enough? Well, just fuck off. Have you seen the economy for this place, Dear Lord? Yeah, um, seriously. Yeah, like, I, I don't know, I always despise when people say, uh, go, like, try and make it like it's your fault, and I'm like, oh, why didn't you prepare enough, or like, oh, and it's like, it's America, do you not know, like, how things work? You gotta, like, plan things, like, freaking years in advance before, like, you can even start thinking about, I don't know, just trying to relax or even, like, find, uh, having the idea that life can be taken, uh, some kind of life that you got used to can be taken away from you so damn quickly. Two months is not enough to, like, get anything done this no because like no one has any sympathy for you when you're forced to leave you know because you still got to go to work you still got to do all these things all your responsibilities you can't just uh you can't you there is no time and especially like you know i would say especially in california and like new york you know places where like you know money is tight rents high all that stuff you know just yeah there's there's no time there's no time for you to f try to figure it all out. You have to live the rest of your life, too, while trying to figure it out and make it work. So, it's tough. It really is. I... It was just, like, such a sucky situation. I wish I could help out my family more, but... It was just something we didn't plan on. It was just something that... Kind of like just got... Sprung up on us, and now... I mean, we... I sort of adapted to the new place really quickly, but... I mean, really quick, but for uh, for my other family members, I know, like, this shit is not, like, good for them. Like, I know, like, it's tough, like, being here now. Like, in a way, like, we, we still haven't, like, really tried to, like, feel comfortable with moving out the freaking boxes still, because there's, like, I don't know, there's, like, some kind of weird force feel, like, it's, like, trying to stop us from trying to do so, like, we're not ready to accept, like, oh, we're here. Yeah. And my dad, like, I know he had a hard time, like, adapting to not having a garden, to tend to because he loves watering the grass he loves taking care of plants so like now we got all this fake grass around it's like man this is some bullshit but I mean, we got some we got some plants here now like some very big plants and small small little trees and such but like it's not the same it's just definitely not the same but, um, yeah i'm not sure you want to add on to that nathan before i move on to um well, yeah, it sounds well, I guess like I'm moving on to any other characters. It huh? sounds like uh what's that game? I don't remember what it's called, but do you remember that game? It was a telltale game of this kid who like he has uh superpowers. Um and he he pretends he's a superhero, but he, then he finds out he actually has superpowers. I don't remember what it's called. But oh, I you know heard the, about that story such a long time ago, but I forgot um what the name of it was. Yeah, it's like on the tip of my tongue. I don't know, but uh, that it sounds like that, like the premise of it. But also, in regard to the moving and stuff, I feel like, like you know how you're saying, 
how how you were talking about it kind of seems as if it's like almost designed to be therapeutic in a way like to kind of help people maybe work through because moving i think moving is never easy but it's even less easy when it's out of your control when it's not something that you wanted to do you know what i mean like let's say let's say you're a younger viewer or a younger listener and you want to go and uh live on your own so you do that but you're gonna leave like your parents and you've never been without your parents before you know there's scary elements to it however uh when you just leave like when you don't have any say in it um it gets worse and i feel like you can um resent people or blame people or or something you know i i feel like i kind of did whenever i uh when i left um like i felt bad and i don't mean to hear because uh you know i i moved to texas as well um not not so much moving here but like when when i moved from our city i felt like um in in my mind i was like there was no need for it you know what i mean and and like my whole life was over there you know it was everything that i've known so I just felt like, what the fuck, you know, why, you know, and people say like, oh, you know, there's opportunities around you. You can go out, you'll make new friends and this and that. But it's like, I felt like I didn't want new friends. I wanted the ones that I already had. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that sounds cool. And I like the idea that you could get through it uh, so fast, too, because that's always fun. I mean you know to an extent i i feel like it's kind of a double-edged sword being able to get through a game super fast and obviously like you said it's not just that it's a quick game obviously it depends how fast and how how hard you go at it but like um that's a good thing and a bad thing because you know being adults and stuff you get so busy when you like sometimes you just there are i've discovered you know there's plenty of time to game when your only responsibility is go to school and don't get Fs, you know? Um, but when you get to be an adult, there's just not enough time in the day for, like, anything. You're like, there's, I don't know, dude, at least for me, I feel like, you know, you have a couple of random um, fucking, you have, like, to do, like, you have to do, like, three tasks for the day, and they just take, like, they take up so much more time than they need to sometimes. And then you need to, like, feel i don't know like you need to unwind you need to manage your mental health it, it's a it's a hard way to, it's a hard thing to balance everything so i don't know it, it's nice to have a game that you can pick up and put down like that or like a game that you can like you know get through in a night if you wanted to but i don't know it's it sounds kind of like there's lessons to be learned in it if you get me if that makes sense yeah i think i think that's a it's a great um I think it works like you have a, a sort of a short game. Like I mean, like I mean, for me personally, because I suck at tactics stuff. But like, took each um, thing took me like an hour to get through, and I think not chapter, but considering like the amount of characters it has, so it took me like a couple of hours to like get through the whole game. It took me a couple of days because like you know I get whatever hour I can, so it was like perfect. Like at least I didn't feel like oh boy I. I gotta finish this game as fast as I can because I'm gonna get stressed by how many hours is it, by how many hours it is. It's more like I'm gonna take my time, try to like do what I can here and there. It, it, it's a good, it's a good pace game. Honestly, I, it, I liked it. I liked it very much. I, I loved it. it That's good. It was just like again a dearie to me because like I think 
it works in a way where like okay like you um, went to a moving process recently this is perfect for you or you you've already dealt with like how it felt to move maybe just feel like shit maybe have some reflection for yourself what how did i respond during this kind of uh earn this inter um not this interaction during this event or uh, like try to also like because it's interesting like you didn't like yeah you're uh thinking about it's interesting like during like yeah like there's like a bit of lessons like what about your pets because then they could pro probably be very scared as well like you're going through together so you're not completely alone that feeling yeah and like also um of how what the parents could probably be feeling as well for like trying to go through this kind of event too so it was it was a cool aspect to that characters um I cannot say much for the manga characters other than they're just cool. Like they just seem like cool characters overall. You get to learn um again, just like other than Damien, they're not gonna get much else out of these characters other than like these are some cool characters to learn about. These are some characters you might want to learn about more from their uh, from their from their home manga kind of thing. I don't know how to, how to say it for like, you know, manga characters from like their their original work, okay okay? Yeah. But um uh, yeah, you get uh, you learn like oh okay, so like these characters from like this manga, maybe I want like learn about learn about them more now by learning uh, reading their manga and stuff. So there's that kind of cool factor about like I wasn't because uh, I saw Lloyd from Spy Family and the indie showcase. I was like, wait, is that Lloyd? And I was just like thinking like oh shit, that's cool. I'm like, but who are these other characters? But then I recognized one of the monster-looking dudes from Kaiju Number Eight. I was like, oh. Oh shit! Wait, I actually know that character too. So I was like, oh, okay, that got my interest. Like, want to see, but uh, what's this game all about? And I was just like, oh, okay, for like, for once, it's like um, it's cool to see a crossover of manga characters used mm -hmm. to be part of the plot in a way where it's not like, oh, these manga characters are gonna be like uh, saving the world, kicking bad guys' ass. It's more like, oh, these um, just to help these uh, help this kid uh, try to cope with what's going on uh, with his uh, with this his life with this new chapter in his life and that yeah. and su subtly try to like um, uh give some input on like uh like hey just because this is happening remember like all this other stuff too like don't lose hope and such and it was just very cool like these characters were really nicely used and yeah it made me want to like oh i want to learn about these other characters now they seem like pretty cool folk <laughs> um yeah, other than characters, the combat's fine. The music, the music is pretty. Uh, the music is cute. It's pretty relaxing in a weird way when you're like facing a big ass um, monster. I mean, alien army kind of thing. If when things get very difficult, uh, well, yeah, difficult at in certain points too. Like it can be overwhelming, but again, try, try again. You will succeed with this game. It's I think again, it's just like do it at a slow pace, and I think you'll be fine. Um, Music, you can unlock new music whenever um, you attack the certain boxes on different maps. Or, okay, you attack them, and they open up, and that's how you unlock a new music piece. I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Like, like you, And the list is not too cra uh, crazy long, so you, you don't have to worry about the um, freaking like game, like 30 song list, I mean 30 songs or such. There's like a bunch of original music from the the game itself, so I, I had a problem with that. I, I like listening to it. I was pretty relaxed, pretty. I was getting a bit pumped during like the uh, more 
you know, more climactic parts as well. Mm-hmm. Overall. Alright, well, let's see what I talked about. Settings, character, uh, music. I don't think I got much else to say. Um, it's a, it's a really cool game. It's a thing I got anything to really complain about, and I think is I would recommend it if you like um, shorter story games that got something to, got stuff to say about like how it feels to move and like how to deal with moving. So. If you if you feel like you resonate from like having uh just like oh you know it's time to reflect on that a bit more like if your experience then cool or if you just want to like play with some manga characters fun uh, but still have like a, like a little neat story in there I say go for it for me it's a it's a recommendation uh, again small in the game I think it's really cool it's a nice big heart on it oh yeah that that is my Captain Velvet Meteor review and. Since, since we got plenty of time here, I believe, so. Um, yeah, Nathan, you won't believe this, but I freaking did a freaking 15-minute review of Guardians of the Galaxy. So, you can tell me how traumatizing that experience was when I was used to, like, two other episodes. <laughs> oh, man. But, um... Now, now that, um... Now with that being said, I think we can talk about gaming for a bit so nathan what have you been playing man like what what's been what's been what's been gnawing at your uh, what's been gnawing at your fingers that sounds so it's, weird i just i should what what have you been fucking tackling okay <laughs> jesus it's funny because we were talking about this a little bit earlier today uh i've been playing a couple of games uh lately i've been playing well i got back in first of all i got back into arc for a little bit you know i always bring it up every so often it's like a curse that game um but it's fun because i'm playing just single player and it's like you know i'm playing it with a little bit of mods it's cool it's whatever um i'm i've also started playing you know because if if you guys do not know i love star wars i am a big star wars fanatic and um i've never although i've never played star wars uh star wars knights of the old republic before uh, well, Knights of the Old Republic 2, I haven't played. I've played Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, the first one. I've not played the second one. So, um, I'm giving that the old college try. And, um, that's been a lot of fun. I really love Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. But, it's like, have you ever played a game to the point where you're like, holy fuck, I know everything. And, like, it kind of kills your desire to play it. It's weird, because I'll feel like, I want to play it. And then, like, I go to play it, and then in my head, I'm just thinking, ah, shit, I have to do this and this and this and that and this and this. You know, nothing's new. And you're like, why would I do that? You know, I have these memories. It's fine. I don't need to do it again. So then I just stop. Um, But this one's entirely new to me, so I don't feel that way. I feel like everything's more, like, foreign and, like, what the fuck? It's weird. But, like, you know, this is the first game in a while that I feel like, uh, I don't know, like, super i feel super invested in this you know it's nice um and also i'm playing this game called wasteland wasteland 2 i don't know if you guys have heard about it before alex actually uh he he bought it for me for christmas uh two years ago i believe and uh well like not this last christmas the one that just passed but the one before that i think yeah i think so yeah that's the one 
Yeah, and so that that's a fun game too. It's uh, you know, it's it's like a turn-based uh kind of strategy game. It's like XCOM if you could move the people around a bit better. Like I don't know how to explain it 100%, but um You're more free range with it. The yeah, you do the movement. Yeah, you go free range with the movement. It's not like you move a certain amount of tiles and whatever. You just move, you know, you just you just move and um until you get into combat, in which case, yeah, then then it depends on certain factors. But um, it's a bit uh, it's a bit weird to get into because I have it on the Xbox, and I feel like this game was made for PC. I was telling Alex before, like I like this game, but there are some things that irk me. As an example, it has very small text, and so it's it kind of takes me out of the story because I don't want to have to squint my eyes to know what's going on to read the story, you know. I'm just like, whatever. And it's funny that I feel this way about the game because I, I, I do like the game, you know? But it's like, I want to like it more. You know you know what I mean? Like, I want to be invested. I like the idea of me playing this game, like, more. But every time I go to play it, it's just... It, it just bothers me so much. The stupid, um... The stupid text being small and, you know, all that shit. So, yeah. But I've been playing those games mainly and then whatever i'm playing on my youtube channel as well you know which that marble world game is actually sick i probably ran that thing like 80 times just for the sake of it i was like look at them go you know just like <laughs> it's so fun dude i don't know it's so relaxing and nice in a way that's cool man um yeah i know what you're talking about wasteland seems like a i think you gotta like really work on it to like uh, I enjoy it, at least from the very short experience I had with it. I plan on revisiting it, but right now it's just kind of like I've got all these other games to play. And soon yeah. enough, I'll be try I want to do another replay of um, Final Fantasy Type Zero because I want to get that secret ending. So, yeah, it's. Um... So, I'm, I'm glad you've been having a good time with these other games, though, and I'll definitely check out Nice the Republic someday because uh, I know it's very short price, I mean, very small price. On the Xbox Marketplace right now, so yeah, I think they're both ten dollars. Yeah, um, see, like that's very, very freaking fair for an old game. So, but they'll they'll go on sale for even uh, even less, you know, at some point. Yeah, so. five dollars or something. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely gotta check it out. I'm just doing myself a crime for not playing it yet, but. Uh, that's all right. You'll check it out, and I'm pretty sure you'll love it. You'll see. Um, for sure. But, uh, yeah, um, as I've already mentioned, like, playing Fire Emblem Gage, it, it's, it's, um, I'm not fun with it. But now, I'm, it's so weird, because usually when it comes to new games, I'm trying to beat them as fast as I can so that I could, like, so I've been in the game, and now I don't worry about spoilers, but I'm actually relaxing with this game. Like, I'm just playing at my own pace, so it's, it's a strange feeling to, like, actually feel relaxed playing a new game. Right. And, considering I know that Fire Emblem chapters are not, like, over-the-top long, if you know how to play it, and it's just, again, very approachable. You got, like, this time crystal thing where you can re rewind time so to, uh, mm -hmm. to prevent any mistakes, so it really helps out in the long run of unless you want to, like, lose units for a classic, a hardcore classic mode, you can always, like, use it to, like, um, redo, um, to reduce any mistakes you made. So, mm -hmm. it, it's a really good, cool game. Um, what else? Oh yeah, other than Cyberpunk 2077, I think, <laughs> I 
I think it was an alright game, but it's definitely not something that I would call an amazing experience overall. I, like, I feel like they had some good moments here and there, but it, I feel like they kind of, like, I sometimes I feel like they kind of missed the mark with some shit, or, I don't know, it's just it's something that just didn't, like, wow me, or something. I guess right. with all the sci-fi shit I've seen, like, it's just like, oh, okay, this this is what's going on. Or the fact, like, the story isn't what the, story, uh, isn't what the trailers try to make it out to be. I was like, oh, okay, so it's not that either. So I was like, okay, so this is that kind of thing. I don't... So I was, like, starting to, like... And once the... Even the... the I found the side quest more interesting than the, sto- the main story itself. So that's... I mean, well, RPG didn't have that kind of problem, but... I was feeling, I was like getting uh, flashbacks to Fallout 4 while playing it, so take that as you will, like how that's supposed to be for a game that, uh, quote unquote, the kind of, the best game it could, uh, it could ever, um, the best game of all time if they didn't have glitches. But uh, That's what people say. That's what people say. Some people. Yeah, a lot of people, I'm just like, okay, I played it, and um, I think it's like a, lo- a lot of horse shit, because... It seems like the typical kind of RPG game that you could play anywhere. Um, you could play anywhere else. To be honest, it's. <laughs> um, I I really don't want to be like insulting of it because I feel like it could do some good stuff here and there, but it just never got to that level of oh, this is what's this is how amazing a, a game could be. Like and again, and there left an impact on me. The uh, I being in the morning and when i got to work i um after a couple of hours at work i realized oh shit i'm not really thinking about this game it didn't leave an, uh it didn't leave an impact on me which is saying a lot because what nearly what like a lot of games i've played final fantasy 9 10 2 uh guardians of the galaxies again uh, and different other games of course i just i always felt like an impact on um and those games impacted on me and I would be thinking about them, even like for a couple of days, or if they're really good for fucking weeks. But this game is just kind of like I feel like I gotta have to ask myself of like, oh, how do you feel about this game, especially for like the review coming up someday, or if somebody else asked me how I felt playing it, I was just like, well, this is it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only reason I even played the game was just because of uh, the anime. That's the legit the only reason why I pl- ever played the game. Because I thought, like, okay, it had plenty of patches. This anime was fucking good. Let me see how the game actually is. And it was less than I expected, unfortunately. Right. And I did come in with an open mind about, like, you know, the whole glitches thing and such. Like, I didn't, I didn't want to enter the game with the controversy and such in mind. I was like, okay, I'm going to judge it by itself for itself. And... It was just like, ah, eh, it was kind of like mediocre. And it didn't help, like, maybe Xbox, I guess maybe the Xbox One is just, like, has its limits of playing it. But even then, I didn't really feel like um, the visuals were just, like, that grandstanding. And I was even, like, looking at uh, YouTuber videos of, like, highest PCs playing it and such. I just feel like it's still not something that I would be, like, looking around the map, like, thinking, like, oh, wow, this is amazing. It's like, the NPCs are fucking lifeless as hell. The city's kind of like okay here and there, but like it's also seems a bit lifeless itself for something that's supposed to be bustling as hell. But it is what it is. Again, it's not. It's. 
I should really be holding a lot of this stuff for the review, but I just got I gotta like vent out a bit, especially with my friend Nathan here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <absolutely>. Nate. <laughs> But, um, watch, I'm trying to watch The Last of Us with my dad. I feel like maybe that could be something fun for us to watch together. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, have you watched The Last of Us show or not really? Uh, The Last of Us. Uh, am I stupid? Is that, uh, The Last of Us? What is that? Oh, no, 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 no. That's the, uh, the zombie one, but not the one I was thinking of. I thought you were asking about The Walking Dead. Like, I got crosswired for a second. Uh, no, I, I haven't seen either of them, though. I haven't seen uh, The Last of Us, but I've heard really good things. Yeah, I was like... I've heard that's really good. Mm-hmm. We watched the first half of it. It was pretty damn good. Like, I remember watching the video of someone playing it. So I was just like, oh, wow, these car shots are pretty damn, are pretty damn amazing. It's like shot for shot. Mm-hmm. But I know they kind of expanded a bit more on some things, but it, it was cool so far. I... I'm a fan of Pedro Pascal, especially after Mandalorian, so I'm just like looking forward to like seeing more. Hopefully, maybe I'll feel a bit more excited by watching, uh, watching this, uh, watching future episodes. Yeah, there we go. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But um, other than that, I think we can finally go into our last subject for this episode, and it is just reacting to Microsoft cutting uh the Microsoft cuts. So if you haven't heard lately and i'll say this like a bit of a sleeper bit of news to me i just saw a quick thing about it on twitter and i was like oh that's crazy and i just kind of forgot about it. but then i uh, brought up more by different uh promoted tweets i was like oh shit this this is coming bigger so let's begin with uh article from article from bloomberg oh by jason schreier that guy okay microsoft cuts include uh game divisions Wait a minute, let me reread that. Microsoft cuts include uh, game divisions behind Halo, Starfield. Oh shit, that's crazy. So Microsoft Corp's announcement of mass layoffs extended to its video game division, including the developers of hit titles such as Starfield and Halo. The Xbox maker said Wednesday it's cutting... Oh my god, that's a big-ass number. I, Nathan, I thought maybe you, got, you heard wrong, but no, you're right. It's cutting 10,000 jobs as it seeks to reduce costs amid a broader economic slowdown. Yeah, that's oh, kind of... That, that is a lot. And that's just one company. At one, at one time, in one sitting, they're like, yeah, fuck you guys. That's really... That's a lot. Just for an economic slowdown. My fucking goodness. That is freaking sad. See, this is why I always fear like going into the game, uh, gaming field and such, because shit like that can happen to you out of nowhere. Yep. It doesn't even matter if you have like a long, good standing with the company. That shit can happen to you. That's that's so sad. Continuing on with the article, some people at Bethesda Game Studios, maker of the upcoming Starfield, as well as 343 Industries, the company behind 2021's Halo Infinite, were affected. According to people familiar with the matter, some of those who lost their jobs were veterans who had been with Xbox for more than a decade, said the people, who asked not to be named because they weren't authorized to speak publicly. Oh my god. Over a decade of work, gone, just gone like that. That's fucked up. I, I really do believe, like, in some kind of level of, like, uh, I don't want to say, uh, like, nepotism, but, like, if you've been there for that long... I mean, surely you shouldn't be let go. You know what I mean? Like, 
unless you fuck up, you know, like I feel like they, they should cut people who have been working there not quite as long, you know, at, at very least. I mean, you don't want you never want to see 10,000 people lose their job. But I especially you don't want to see someone who's like given their life or a big part of it to a company. And then, you know, they just get let go just like that. That's really That's sad. Ridiculous, man. Like, I, my 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 heart goes out to them. My prayers go out to them. That's freaking. That's mind boggling as hell. Like, I hope that a lot of them got freaking second jobs. But even then, like, I don't think that's that should never be a thing for people to do, like go into get a degree and uh, shit like that for that kind of field, and then just be let go by the company. Like, like that's like what all that work. Like, what the hell? What, what was it for? But um, yeah. Especially 10 years. Yeah, like, if you work more than five years, I feel like you should stay. I mean, it's not because I work five years at UPS. It's like, oh, you know what? Keep me, please, if anything. But still, I feel like five or 10 years, like, that should be like, okay, you guys permanently stay here no matter what the cuts are going to be. Because obviously you're valuable to us and you're loyal. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Um, The scale of the cuts in the gaming division wasn't completely clear. Microsoft said it still plans to hire people in strategic competitive areas, such as artificial intelligence, but many other departments were losing staff, including its HoloLens goggles business and some engineering divisions, Bloomberg reported. How can you, how can you fire engineering people, though? Like, that's... Aren't those people that are supposed to help make sure everything stays afloat? Like, what the hell? I don't know, man. It, it's Microsoft. They've made some questionable decisions in the past. Yeah, I mean we're so we're so waiting on the fucking Bloomberg. I mean the Blizzard buy up, and I was like, wow, that's. I like, forgot still, about that. We still haven't heard anything like anything new from whatever they're trying to do with the companies they bought recently. Yeah. I mean, nothing against Microsoft. Like I, I got an Xbox, duh, of course. But like sometimes it make, makes me wonder. Like, okay, are you gonna be doing anything soon? And like. I remember people trying to fucking lecture me, saying, well, Xbox doesn't need to do this and that, but just because it bothers, blah, blah, blah. Like, what the fuck you mean they don't? They, why, why keep uh, buying something and then, like, not use it for what, uh, for whatever reason? It's like buying a new car that saves you so much gas and such, but then still, like, go use this other car that's, like, with a bun- uh, bunch of gas and it's, like, still barely holding on. Like, what? that's so weird. Especially when the companies you buy you expand in areas you may be weak in, which is also another weird thing to me that they didn't take advantage of yet. At least from what I've seen. So, again, moving on to the uh, back to the article. In an email to staff, 343 Industries uh, studio head uh, Pierre Hens said the company had made the difficult decision to restructure elements of our team, which means some roles are being eliminated. He wrote that the studio will continue supporting Halo Infinite's uh, multiplayer and live service elements. Joe Staden, the creative director and Halo veteran who joined 343 in 2020 to help steer Halo Infinite to the finish line, will depart that outfit and rejoin Xbox's um, broader publishing division, hence said. Microsoft purchased uh, Bethesda parent company, Zenimax Media, for $7.5 billion in 2021 and has also cut jobs across some of ZeniMax's other divisions. A spokesperson declined to comment on the gaming layoffs and referred to the company's blog post. The, the news was announced one year after Microsoft unveiled plans to buy Activision Blizzard Inc. Uh, Incorporation for, Incorporated, my bad, for $69 billion. 
The deal is pending regulatory approval and has been challenged by the U.S. Federal Trade Commission. And that's the end of the uh, article. What the hell? That is, um... I swear to God, I, like, I'd be pissed if I was that employee that... The mo most likely kind of reason... I mean, that's from... This is me personally now speaking that... Well, I mean, personally, I have been speaking multiple times, but... I would personally be pissed off and think that the company was freaking laying off some so many of its workers because you know, oh, uh, our company got uh, bought this whole ass big uh, company for a lot of dollars, and now they bought a different company. They're trying to buy another company, and now all of a sudden a bunch of a bunch of my um, a bunch of my coworkers and I are gonna get laid off. So I'm just trying to think from that perspective, and I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if it was. That's because of that whole big buyout. Um, yeah, honestly, now that, like, since they mentioned it, that makes a lot of sense. Just yeah. sounds like something they would do, honestly. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, this is so out of nowhere, but now, like, they brought that back up. I was just thinking, like, oh, shit. That would yeah, be a good... they don't have any money left, that's why. You know, they have to save money at this point. That's fucked up. Yeah, but says yeah, it's not even a... worth that much, like, honestly. Because let's let's not lie, let's not kid ourselves. Microsoft bought ZeniMax for Bethesda specifically. They didn't want anything else. No one else knows anything else about ZeniMax. You know, they don't know anything else other than Bethesda is under its umbrella. Yeah, that's true. And sixty-nine billion dollars. Holy fuck! What? Like, yeah. There, Lord. You know, what we could be doing with that money than freaking trying to buy a company that's freaking. Uh, that has a lot of questionable shit going on. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, you could be saving the fucking world right now with that amount of money. But, I don't know. That's, that's fucking wild. Yeah, and, it is, isn't it? Uh, like, I don't know. Even though I'm not, I'm not one of the employees, I'm getting, like, secondhand shock from, like, reading all this and just thinking, like, damn. What the hell is going on? This is, uh, this is fucking insane. Kind of tragic. It really is. That, that 10,000 people put out, put out of a job if they don't have, like, a second job, like, in hand. Or a second, you know, kind of area to work in. So, when I saw uh, Remedy po uh, putting out that tweet saying, like, hey, if there's any people that got laid off, we are looking to hire... Um, any workers right now to like help us develop games and such so like please like um please reach out to us and such i retweeted that shit fast because that get try that uh just to like put up uh spread the word nobody did that i mean from like at least from people i know i'm not sure oh no i'm at, i mean i can't say not trying to put anyone on blast but like that's technically what i just did so yeah i know uh, what you mean though wasn't intentional but yeah come on guys do better yeah like Come the fuck on. Like, it sucks. Like, uh, it should be brought to attention that to these devs, or, yeah, they're still devs just because they don't have a job. That doesn't mean, like, they lost their skills and such, but, like, these other people, they need these jobs right now. Like, let, spread the word on any, any tweets that are, like, about from gaming com companies right now that are, like, would be more than happy to take in new developers and such to work on games because they need something to get by on. At the end of the day, uh, games are not easy to make. I know nothing, uh, know next to nothing about how games are made, 
But I know those shits are not easy to make unless um, you make it very difficult and just have a very difficult boss to work around with. But, oh wait, that makes it sound... Well, yeah, especially uh, adding those in as factors on why it's not easy to make. My bad. But unless you got the perfect team to help you out, then yeah, it's not going to be too hard of a process. But making a game is just not an easy thing. The games just don't come out of thin air like that. Like that takes a lot, like a lot of people behind them to do so. I mean, even then, we got in, uh, indie devs like like one person teams doing these kind of works and such. So, but then like to have all these people like losing their jobs for like bigger games and such, it's it sucks. Like a lot yeah. of established people, very established people, over decades work. That that's uh that's a fucking shame, man. Yeah, yeah, uh, it really is. I feel bad about it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't say about Xbox right now, but I think it's very trash of them. That that was a very big fucking L from them, like to read. And I hope they can. I hope they can figure out something soon, like what they could do with everyone that got. Oh, well, all the people that got laid off, and hopefully find an alternative. If uh, and hopefully there's not going to be any more layoffs and such for anybody else, because right, this is a pretty damn bad look. Like Nintendo is not fucking. Uh, Nintendo's not the same that Nintendo fans like to make him out to be, but I don't think they have done shit like that, at least recently from what I can remember. Not recently, that's for sure. Yeah, PlayStation, we know PlayStation got their fucking weird quirks with trying to uh, appease to, what was it, Shine or something like that? Or, and to like have uh, censorship, censorship shit going on, and all, all those other things, but even then... Laying off 10,000 people, that's... That's fucking harsh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You think maybe we could put, like, a little positive note or positive news thing at the end of this just to, like, not end this episode on a downer, man? I mean... I, I don't know, like, positive news-wise, although I will say, like, honestly, like, and, and as, as shit as this consolation is... I mean, you got to think those people who did get get laid off, they they now have the opportunity to go to a company that that gives a shit about them. Like it breaks my heart that, like I said, you can spend so much of your life because ten years is a long time. The average human lives like sixty, seventy years or something. Spend all that time and then just sorry, you know, like best of luck in your future endeavors, you know, like that's. That's fucking sad. At least now they have the opportunity to go to a company to go work for someone that that actually like gives a shit about them. You know what I mean? Right. And um, I just found more terrible news. I oh, shit. It's, it's an industry. Um, it's an industry industry thing going on right now. It's not Microsoft only. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not sure if I should read this. This is sad, but we got Unity. According to the Wall Street Journal, the software development company behind one of the most popular game engines in the world has cut 284 jobs just seven months after letting 225 employees go. Unity had over 8,000 employees before the layoffs and claims that some were made in response to negative economic trends, with others aimed at eliminating duplicate roles from its merger with Iron Source in November 2022. We're dealing with very specifically with overlap and a handful of projects are going in the closet, said Chief Executive John Richard Tello in his comments to the Wall Street Journal. 
Then we got Amazon. Oh boy, Amazon CEO uh, Jesse, I mean Andy Jassy, released a statement on January 5, confirmed that 18,000 employees would have their roles terminated starting January 18th. In the post, Jassy stated that the changes would help us pursue our long-term opportunities with a stronger cost structure, and that the company is optimistic that it will be innovative, resourceful, and scrappy during this period. It does appear that Amazon Games has been directed, uh, directly affected by the massive layoffs as it was during um, Amazon's last round of layoffs in November. Then we got Riot Games. As reported by Jacob Wolf, League of Legends um, de developer Riot Games has let staff go across its human resources, esports, and support departments. Similar to other companies on this list, the current state of the econo economy is most likely to shoulder the blame. With Wolf adding in a follow-up tweet that Riot's historically not made uh, not made many reductions in the in force in the past, but it's in line with a broader te uh, trend in tech, gaming, and entertainment as economic hardship begins to affect many corporations. High Res Studios, the studio behind the studio behind Smite and Paladins, also seems to have undergone some downsizing. With marketing and community management being among the affected areas, there is no official statement on the layoffs or any information regarding the number of positions involved at the time of this writing. Though there, though, we'll be sure to add an update here if anything is made public. Holy fuck! Aspire uh, Media, Texas-based publisher and developer Aspire Media, let go of an unknown number of employees on January 18th. We're not sure which areas have been hit the hardest just yet. But judging from a couple of LinkedIn posts uh, where he's seen from his four employees, it appears that the art development has lost some members. What a fucking shame. And last but not least, 100, Thie 100 Thieves, the second most valuable esports organization in the world, laid off approximately a sixth of their total workforce last week, laying go of around 30 employees, including members of senior management. The team's president and COO, John Robinson took to Reddit to explain that despite the team's brands, a juvie and high ground being healthy and growing, there was still a, in quotes, challenging economic climate, end of quotes, and that sponsorships were keeping the esports side afloat. Oh my goodness. That is. What the fuck is going on? Kind of rough. <laughs> Reminds me of fucking. What was it, Zuko or something? From fucking Avatar. That's rough, buddy. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> nah, seriously, yeah, that's that's shitty. I mean, man, you know what? Like, it's not a good time to be a to be in the game developing industry. At least some of these companies, man. Um, uh -huh. I don't know. Like, fuck, unless you're like you're an essential worker, it's crazy that you could lose your job like this. It's fucking sad. Yeah, and like this time of of this uh, climate right now, I was just thinking like, what is going on in the world that I am not aware of? Because then it just like makes you think like, fuck, what else am I think uh, missing out from this economy? Like that now, like game companies are like laying off so many fucking people, and saying like, I think this will be better for our work structure and everything. I was like, how? Like holy shit, man. Yeah, not unless these guys were all fucking bums or something like i don't know i i can't put a positive spin on that but i don't know man i mean 
what can you do, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, at least if one of the devs decide to listen to this, I doubt it, but um, hitmarker.net, that's why I was like reading all these uh, posts right now. Mm-hmm. Hitmarker.net said, affected by recent, uh, by recent layoffs or just looking for a fresh start, we post jobs on our platform from Monday to Friday each week, and they're all manually checked and tagged before they go live. So, if you want to, feel free to uh, check out hitmarker.net. It's just H-I-T-M-A-R-K-E-R dot N-E-T. N-E-T, yeah. So, there's something right there. If any, if any devs happen to come across our episode, that'd be crazy, but... Uh, it's um, That's depressing as hell. I didn't think things could get this bad with the gaming industry right now. Like, I thought, like, I thought they were doing things uh, well so far, whether, like, you know, digital sales and everything, but no, we, this is a shitty, a shitty start for the ind- uh, gaming industry for this year. Yeah. I wonder if it's normal, like, honestly, for this time of year, because I know, like, in, in most jobs, um, like, in most fields of work, it is kind of normal to lose people around this time of year, because, you know, the holidays just ended. You don't need quite as many people and all that, but I i don't know. It just still feels fucked up, like, all at once, you know? Just goodbye, 10,000 people. You don't need this job. That's shit. Yeah, it's... I'm fucking sad. Um... I'm not... Uh, my heart, again, my heart and prayers go out to them, to those folk. I really hope they can find different jobs real... I hope they can find the job real fast. I hope they could, their families could get through this kind of thing. It's like something. I hope the best for each and single one of them. Yeah. That's the fucking worst. Same I guess way, I just to slightly, just a, a tiny bit alleviate the mood because this is way too depressing to like try to you know come down against. I found this article made in November 2022. Players of The Sims 4 have reported that their once-friendly Sims have turned hostile and started fighting for no apparent cause. Okay, uh, that's interesting. Fucking what? Sims. <laughs> Want to read into it then? Oh yeah, sure, okay. why not? Just, just to lift the mood a bit. Okay. This is on HappyGamer.com, just so like people can know. Uh, the article start, uh, say, uh, the article states, some Sims 4 players have reported that after installing the latest patch, their Sims have become unreasonably hostile towards other players. Unfortunately, the issue currently affects many players, all of whom report that it never occurred in their games. The Sims 4 receives frequent updates, which might include new content such as expansions and stuff packs, or improve existing features. Unfortunately, as with many previous updates, this one appears to have unforeseen implications, such as Sims aging at an excessively high rate. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Like they're like fucking starts out, start out as a fucking baby, but then like they start, uh, they grow up enough to be a kid in the middle of the day, and it's like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna go for a walk to get some ice cream. They go on their walk. They're all of a sudden freaking twenty when they get out the door. Turn forty by the time they get uh walk one block. They get to the coffee shop. They're sixty. Once they're finally done with their uh with their order to come out at ninety, they get a heart attack and die. Like I'm just getting that scenario in my head from Sims. Um 
Several people have posted on the EA support forums about how their sims have suddenly taken to being harsh. Traits that generally make a sim agreeable and sociable are being used against them, with sociable sims suddenly being aggressive and beginning conflicts with even the most amiable sims. Also, it's not just the player sims. Even NPCs have started acting more hostile lately. This problem appears to affect sims at every age. That <laughs> so is these funny. are dry hands and shit. The fuck? Have you ever had that kind of experience before with Sims? No, I've just had like, you know, your normal stuff. I've. <sighs> Sorry. <sighs> close. Like, I don't have anything even remotely close to that. I have like a. I took a video of my Sim. He's like playing with his kid. And then for whatever reason, the game just breaks. Like, the little animation you're supposed to do. He's supposed to like pick. Uh, the kid up and like spin them around and shit but you know what what the fuck he does instead he fucking stands there twists his arms like oh a God. 180 and then he spins while his arms remain there i'll have to send it to you i i have it on my phone it's so funny to me please but, send it to me <laughs> that's hilarious yeah sims has some fucked up things sometimes have you ever seen that video called the sims uh sims patch notes or whatever this guy's just reading off things that they patched. It's so funny the things that the Sims. I think like, I know what you're talking about. Like they they had the most they most of the most random notes ever. Like okay, the the Grand Reaper cannot play rock paper scissors with a random NPC. I'm like, what? So yeah. Or how it was like uh, there was one in there that was something like um, I guess basically there was a random chance of meteors hitting the schools, and if the kids were in the schools. Like, if kids were in school, they would all die. You know what I mean? Just every single kid. Um, So they had to change that, and that was really funny. You know, because that's never a situation you should have to think about with The Sims, you know? That's freaking crazy, man. Yeah, fucking hilarious. Oh. <laughs> Reading on, players have stated that this, uh, this is a significant problem because it drastically alters the interaction between Sims and the Sims' behavior. Since this issue is actively affecting gameplay and causing damage to relationships that players have worked hard to, re to create between their Sims, gamers with long-running save files are especially wary of playing until this issue is rectified. The problem is auto autonomous, yeah. thus there is only a practical way to control it if gamers wish to micromanage their Sims every move. Oh jeez, imagine that. Like, freaking speedrunning through every Sims' actions. That gotta be a pain in the ass. Um, Sims 4 is long-running and sophisticated, so it stands to reason that issues will arise with subsequent subsequent upgrades. In the past, patches have fixed everything from minor bugs to being more outlandish occurrences like alien abductions resulting in male pregnancies and the, and the My Wedding Stories game uh, pack launching with certain features broken. While it's irritating, all users can do is make a backup save and keep EA informed of any problems they encounter. I've never heard of this um, article or the news at all until today, after reading this depressing ass uh, flashbang of multiple sad news, but that's crazy. Imagine that. It's like someone unlocked the freaking, um, what is it, the Riot uh, sheet code from GTA San Andreas? Remember oh, that? Oh man, yep, I remember <laughs> that. Fuck, that's what I'm getting vibes of right now. Hold on, my dog's trying to do some crazy shit, but... Yeah, I... he's all good. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. 
Yeah, yeah this is um. I don't know. I mean, luckily, I never played The Sims to ever deal with that kind of issue, but uh, I just keep thinking about, now I'm just thinking about Herb's Sims in the City when we used to play that. Oh, yeah, that was fun, dude. That shit was so fun. Like, I just like, like, okay, who do we fight? And then we end up, it was the two we of us, and we couldn't fighting essay. that one guy. Essay was who it was. Essay, that was his fucking name. We, yeah, we yeah, yeah. Both of us took him on. We both lost. I was like, how did this happen? This yeah, fun. he was strong. You, you, you shouldn't have fucked with him. That shit, that shit was so funny. And now just imagine, like, what if this bug affected the game itself? Like, all of a sudden, everyone's aggressive. Like, the fucking Black Eyed Peas had to kick your ass. <laughs> oh, that would be so funny, though. Just oh no one gives a shit. Except in that game, it wouldn't really work so well because like you have to have a good relationship with people otherwise your reputation will go down you know and reputation's everything in that game that that would that would destroy you yeah it's all about street cred yo <laughs> actually this uh that reminded me i don't know why you know trying to put a positive spin on things do you remember on my youtube channel um and you guys should go check it out it's nate habibi um you know uh, don't worry, Alex will link it because he's a gangster and stuff. Oh yeah. But um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So like, do you remember that game I played? Uh, Persona. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember you commented. You were like, uh, like you, you were like, dang, I'm, I'm kind of interested. Like, I, I want to play it. Well, it's gonna come to the Game Pass. Uh, if it hasn't already. I, I so, think it has already. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say because I think, uh, I think that. Because they were making a big deal about Persona 4. Because, you know, they had it... Uh, I think it was originally for the PlayStation. Um, like, PlayStation 2, because Persona 4 is an old game. Um, but then they they made, like... They remastered it to make it, like, Persona 4 Golden. And it was weird, yeah. dude. It came out in 2008, I think. Like, it, it's an old game. Um, but it's so good, dude. Like, I love that game. But um, it... Yeah, it first got ported onto PC in 2020. So I was like, what the fuck? You know, like, we were really late to the party. And then, like, I know they were going to port it to Switch. If they haven't already, they may have. Um, but yeah, dude, like, if if it is on the Game Pass, I would, I would honestly, Alex, I would put that at the top of your list. Like, um, because I know you would love Persona. I, I, I know you would. You would have so much fun. Most likely. Any game you have in mind? Uh, like I said, just Persona. No, I mean, like, which entry to start with first? Oh, well, honestly, I don't think it matters. Because, um, like, they're all kind of their own different experience, you know what I mean? Like, I started, I started with four... I'm actually thinking, because I want to get into streaming at some point. I keep saying that, but I don't actually, like, make any effort to, to do it. Um, but I do want to get to it, and I want to stream Persona 4. Like, I want to stream the whole thing, dude. And it's kind of a long game, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, what JRPG, JRPG is not at, at this point? My god, yeah. they're like one or an hour. Yeah, seriously. Fucking Dragon Quest Eleven, man. I get, I kind of like gave up on trying to do it on a daily basis. Like once I realized, holy shit, this game has like, like freaking fifty hour acts like for each one. It's like three yeah. only. I'm like, I, I kind of like take a break from this for for, for for the time being at this point. 
Yeah. Some of them are just like way too much. And there were points in time where I played that game where I played Persona and I was like, I was just not feeling it. I was like, you know, like I wanted to play, but at the same time, I would get like frustrated because, uh, because it's like, I don't know, man, because on, on that game, like it takes place, the whole story takes place over the span of a year, right? So that, that sets it up for you. Like, you know, oh, it's going to be one of those games. It's going to be a long one, you know? Um, yeah. But generally speaking, like you go through every day, right? And some days, like some days are very simple. Some days it's like, oh, because it gives you like a little bit of free time in the days. Some of them are like, oh, okay, you know, you can go, like, you go to school, and then you go to school, and then, like, what are you going to do after school? And then you do that, and then, like, uh, and then you do something in the evening, you know, like, you could study, or you could go out to town, or whatever, and then, uh, you know, then you go, and you do that, like, you do it again. Some days are like that, where they're quick, but some days, bro, some days are, like, packed with shit, um... But it's so it's so fun, dude. It's so fun. But you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to get just just my little preview of playing it. Uh, playing on the yeah, playing on Game Pass. Uh, I was like, damn, this thing's fun. But then I was realizing, damn, every day we're living, huh? There's no every there's no every day you're there. living. There are some times where to like skip ahead, but like you know, they're they're very uh very few and far between. So. Yeah, it's just not like fucking firing the three houses where you can actually skip most of the days unless they got like some kind of action specifically for them. And even then, they're like quick actions, like oh, so send some get uh, send some flowers for someone's birthday, and that's it. But this game sounds like it'll take a while to get through. So yeah, it I, does. I'm saying that one because uh, what is it? What am I playing on Xbox One right now? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'm 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 good to go with that game and what other game I plan to play on. Well, no, I think I'm going to be good to play that game for a while mm-hmm. until my Game Pass runs out or I finally get the chance to buy Final Fantasy Maxima on sale. Right, but, right, right. Yeah, that's going to be that's gonna be a crazy time to play. I mean, just to see, like, what's the big deal about this game, so, yeah. Dude, this game, it made me so happy. I honestly think, I've been thinking about it lately, like, I've been wanting to play it. Um, I just do not want to edit it anymore. Like, honestly, that game is the worst to edit because of the nature of it. So that's why I really want to stream it. And also because I got Persona 5 on sale. But I already started playing Persona 4 on my YouTube, so I feel like I can't just go and, like, make a Persona 5 video. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't finished the fourth one, so... um, I get it. Like, you already started, so might as well finish it. Is this, like, with me, what... Final Fantasy X-2, like, I played that game a long time ago, but I never beaten it. And then when I got the collection for both games on the Switch, I was like, you know what? No, I want to beat uh, ten two before I beat ten. Yeah. So now, once I finish Fire, em- em- uh, Fire Emblem Engage, I will try out uh, Final Fantasy X and see what the big buzz is about that game as well, because that that's like a lot, a lot of people talk about that game, and I had plenty of fun with playing... <laughs> Fucking three Final Fantasy games at the same time. My god, I was a mad lad. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Jesus. It's man. like that. Yeah, Final Fantasy Nine, Final Fantasy Ten Two, and Final Fantasy Type Zero. That those are some gaming hours right there. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. 
And if you're going to play Persona at some point, I mean, that's, you know, that's also some gaming hours. Oh, yeah. I was like saving that one for last because I know that one was going to really take up some of my hours because from what people were saying, I was like, all right, I got my preview of how many hours a JRPG can take up my time with uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, mm-hmm. which I feel like they should shorten the game a bit. And when I say mm-hmm. a bit, I mean, like, by a lot because uh, right. I feel like... The second act really wasn't necessary. Like, why not just do a little thing where this event still happened, but certain circumstances didn't happen, just so we didn't have to, like, redo some of the shit all over again. Because that's kind of, like, what kind of made, like, a very big weak point for the story for me. Right. Yeah. But, um, all right. Other than that, uh, God, I think we, should, we could end the episode here. Um, Guiding... Mm-hmm final to say to our listeners before uh we sign off um yeah actually i kind of forgot to do it um forgot to do it this time and i don't really have a segue for it uh so let me just tell you guys buy my book american icarus available on amazon for 11.99 or 5.99 for the ebook it's a good read you'll love it i promise trust me and uh check out my youtube nate habibi um and yeah that's about it. Yeah, listen to it. it it'll be great. Uh, listen, I mean, go watch his YouTube videos and go read his book. I don't know why I said listen to it at all in the first place. That made no sense for any reader for either one. But uh, yeah, we it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I promise you, it'll be a fun time for like either of his content. And oh, before I sign off, I gotta let you know, Mason. I'm not sure whenever he, his availability is going on because um, I guess D and D and work. So, but Nathan, I gotta let you know that since the last time I made an episode and such, mm-hmm. we have gotten to one thousand six hundred and fifty-four uh, episodes. I mean, episodes. listen, sorry. I was like, episodes. what the fuck listen. happened? <laughs> sorry. That's awesome, though. That's really cool. Fuck yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't find that reaction for both things. <laughs> yeah, Jesus you guys Christ. are, you guys are great. Thank you for coming out and listening. We appreciate you very much. Yeah, um, I don't know what happened. Well, like, I was like, everything was normal. Everything was all fine. January eighteen got four listens. January seventeen got twenty listens because that's when like I released the batch of episodes. And now mm-hmm. for fucking, uh, and then on January nineteenth. 116 plays have been played. Now, like, where the hell did this come from? Maybe we figured out the algorithm. Maybe you just hold back. Like, we, we record, like, 50 in advance and then release them all the same day. And it'll be like, holy shit, and it'll start popping up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I'm not. Some people have speculated that that kind of thing happens when a website or whatever lags on letting you know the the plays or the listens on an episode, so... Maybe that's what happens. I, I'm not sure, but either way, I'm very happy with it. So, yeah, we we had a crazy ass um, play time, especially with you know the episodes are um, these newer episodes are gonna be a bit more approachable with not going over the top with two hours each episode. But mm-hmm. hey, you know that's part of the charm at this point. But that's a blessing. But I I I'm not gonna try to drag out episodes any further than like. Then it need to be like, okay, episode's 15 minutes, fine. If episode's half an hour, fine. It's still good. Even an hour, that's still great, of course. So, 
yeah, I, I think that's probably I think that's probably what helps out right now. But um, yeah, just want to share that milestone with you. It's uh fucking great. So we're more more than halfway to close to um two thousand. That's hell yeah, crazy. Damn, that makes me so happy. Ah, <sighs> yeah, it makes me very happy. Um, but yeah, so folks. Uh, new listeners, hopefully you liked this episode, and hopefully you didn't get too depressed from this, uh, from the very sad topic of video game layoffs. But I um, hope you enjoyed the episode, and look forward to more stuff, and hopefully you enjoyed the review as well. Hopefully, I hope someone would think about, oh, maybe I would like to check out Captain Velvet Meteor. So, it's a very fun game. I really do recommend it. And with that being said... For the old listeners, I hope you enjoyed this other episode from us, and come back for more. So, thank you, have a good day, slash night, have a good week, and be safe out there, gamers and random citizens. Peace. Bye, guys.